0: Good morning. I think that we are in the month of Adidition, which of course tells us that this is a Shana Muberes, called a leap year, but interesting, the term in the Chazal Muberes as in pregnant month, or pregnant year we should say, which I'll talk about, so I thought appropriate, since everything, uh, Chassidus comes to introduce, the neshama and the premise of a subject matter, it would be good to focus on, what is the Chassidus, uh, Chassidic perspective, so to speak, on Hashanah Mubadis, and specifically, the two months of other And uh, being that I see that, uh, there are different places it's discussed, so it'd be good to gather together from different Marmik uh, which I'll uh, point out. That's what I'd like to talk about, the Hasidic approach. And obviously everything comes down to Hira, in Avedis Hashem. Lessons in our lives from uh, a special year like the Shana Mu'Abedis. It's interesting that among many different things that the Rebus emphasized, Shonu Mubadis was always, whenever it was a special year by the Rebbe, he always talked about it throughout the year. You don't really find it so much by the other Rebbeim, more is, here and there, but uh, by the Rebbe, which, just I want to say a few words about that. Um, always found it very fascinating that we look at the Rebbe's uh, emphasis and so-called Nefzoyim. So you don't see much of the Rebbe's emphasis, let's say, on spreading the idea of Yom Kippur. Or Pesach, even. Yeah, the idea of Miftza Matzah, was the Rebbe's first uh, campaign. But not uh, when it comes, for example, to uh, the three weeks, it's a whole student. Three weeks, the nine days. Comes to days like Zayn Cheshvin, or Tachamish uh, HaSabav. You know, days that you usually don't really even hear about. If we didn't hear it in the Sichas, it would be, if you know the Maimor HaChazal, you know about these days. They don't necessarily play prominent roles so much in Jewish culture and Jewish life. Or another example, Simchus Beis HaSheva. So yes, Simchus Beis HaSheva is known, the concept, but the Rebbe made it into a whole student. And a few, many other such examples. Um, so the obvious answer, though I never heard it straight from the Rebbe, would be that the things that are already prominent in the Jewish minds and Jewish consciousness, let's say Yom Kippur, is the day when almost all the Eden, some way or another, the shuls are full, and so on. Not that it's not a holy day. It's obviously Achaz Bashan is the holiest day in the year. And the Rebbe spoke about it. The Maimonim speak about it. But as a, as a campaign, the Rebbe focused on things that were more like Machadesh HaYishenus, like things like Divrik Fushin, for example, in Tov Shalom At Ches, the Rebbe was divrei 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 in that year, the Rebbe said, to speak divrei kfush, which is divrei kfush in yem Tonis. And the Rebbe took a to Tainis and turned the yem Rotzen Lashem. So the things that were less known and became more, yeah, like a Zecher from the olden days, the Rebbe turned it into a whole active uh, movement. And especially the negative things, like the three weeks, or I just mentioned Divrek Khusin and the Yem Tonus, the idea of me Mahapach and transforming things that on, on the other, on the surface, seem to be like a negative day. So again, Chiddush talks about obviously the Yehov Chiyom Melech Hashem Cholamed and Tevim is not a Chiddush of the Reb. It's a pasuk and Schari and different in different in different that Ambam brings it. But to make it a uh, active, uh, living entity that has become now like Shagar B'fi that people talk about it and people live with it, that was the Rebbe. So one of the chidushim of the Rebbe was that. And the other Rabbayim, they had different functions. You know, the Rebbe's main challenge was of course assimilation and trying to reawaken the the Levi Yisrael, that even Libyeir is, new Yishena ve Libyeir, and even when there's a uh, yeshena of Golis, there should be a libe'er. So it makes sense that the Rebbe would do that. So that's just a few words on that. So Shana Mulberis goes into that category as well. It's a thing that, yes, in halacha, it's in a gay, there's all kinds of halachas in a year like this, in Odrishen, in and if a person has a bar mitzvah, and they were born in the when did they celebrate it? All the different dinim and the different Navqaminas in halacha. And of course, when it's put in, Etc., etc. But to turn it into a whole Avedis Hashem, a Derech and Aveda, that was something you find in many, many secrets of the Rebbe. And I'm going to try to sum up some of the main, the main points. So, in a sense, is it a Chiddush of the Rebbe? It's a Chiddush. like, even a Chiddush is also it was there before. But it's like being a as the Rebbe explains, Pirish HaBal and that this Breit. The word of Hashem Dvorak, and existed. It says in the Medrash the idea of perpetual machadish But the Baal turned it into a Pirish, he, was, he, he spread it. He turned it into a doctrine that became a yoseid in Tera Sachsidis, and Taylor in general. So that sort of introduction. Let's talk about Hashanah Moberis. So what do we? What do we know? We know, of course, the halachas about it. Why? Why is there Hashanah Muberis in the first place? So the answer is, because of uh, some psukim that need to be reconciled, the, the calendar, the luach, the Jewish calendar goes by the moon, the lunar calendar, everything begins with Kiddush HaLavonah, Chedesh Azelachem. So when the Edith, in the time of the Beis hamigdash and today it's through Cheshbon, through the Cheshbon of Hillel, when, the, when they see the new moon, they declare, the Bezum declares it's Chedesh, and everything follows there. Two weeks after the Chedesh is uh, is Pesach, the 15th, the full moon of Nisan. Rosh Hashanah is on the new moon. Uh, suk is the full moon of Tishrei. Everything is around the lunar calendar. Okay, all good. Then comes the pasuk that says Chedesh that Pesach should be in the month, of, in the spring. We know the seasons are not determined by the moon, they're determined by the sun, by the, by the cycle of the sun the four seasons. Since it has to be in spring, if you would just follow the lunar moon, lunar calendar, so the lunar calendar we know is 11 and some hours, 11 and a half days, let's say, r- roughly shorter than the 365 day so- solar year. So it's a 360, uh, 354 and some is a lunar year. So the problem would be the first year, fine, It would be in the month of spring, the first Pesach but the next year would be 11 days earlier still spring then 22 and 33 roughly again at some point it would end up being in the winter Pesach and if you keep going it would end up being in the autumn and then back into the summer and then back to the spring so in other words the season would not be Chodesh Aviv. so from that Mekan from there the Chazal learned that the the Mitzvah Sibur um, and that and they calculated in order to to compensate for this de- de- deficit that every 19 years in the machzor cotton you make seven shneisha ibur seven leap years adding a month a month is approx is 30 days 30 days is somewhat close to three three years of deficit because 11 days so 11 be 33 it's a little less than that but that that way you keep the balance so every Two three years would be a shnase ibur, basically seven times in nineteen years, so a little less than three times uh, every, a little less than three times uh, every three years, and that way that year will have an extra thirty days. Would not just compensate it; would be more than just uh, the eleven-day deficit. And you don't, you're not half months. That's what the Chazal say. So you have to, you have to add a full month. So therefore you always have, you're always ahead of the game, so so to speak. And then as the deficit builds again, comes the next and it keeps the balance. And there's different days of Ada and Shmuel. Is it exactly, do you exactly compensate or is there still some discrepancy? But the bottom line, Chedesh Aviv is covered. Because the month of spring is not one day, month of spring is a season. So Pesach will always be in the spring in Echid Yisrael, of course. You no, know, there's, there's shailas and halacha about. So what about in Australia and then the kadra kadratachim, where Pesach the spring by them is the autumn? Mm-hmm. It's another discussion. But that goes like the same thing with uh, with kiddush levana, that when levana, not by when the levana is a new month in the, in, by us, it's, it's a new month in Eretz So as I said, I'm not going to go through the halachas so of it. There's a lot of details and so on. But that's the gist of Ashana shanimu beres. Now nigla and allah is not going to ask the following question you know why did abish to make this in the first place that way you want to have why didn't he just make the lunar year and the solar year as equal i understand once it's not uh, not the same size you have to but what do you need all these kunsen for so of course that takes us back to the reason why the moon is is shorter because of the media talavan and on the fourth day of creation the said to said they asked Snaeme Eresakdelim. Created the two great luminaries, Moiraka Moira Kot, Moira Godl, Moira Godl, Mot and Moira Kotan, the sun and the moon. And why does it say Moira Kotn if he says Sna Eresak Dailim? So excuse me, the Sugian Chulin that Abush was Ma Mayyidhi, because the moon came with a complaint, the Katrik Kitrga that a king can't have two crowns. <coughs> And um, therefore, or two kings, the different ways it's explained, but bottom line is you can't have two crowns, so you have to have one, one godly, you can't have two gdelim, basically. So the to say, if that's the case, you be mamayit yourself, you become smaller, moirakotten, so there'll be only one moira god. And then, the strange continuation of the gemara, the Ebishter then has Kharata and says, and that's why on which indicates, Rishchidosh, of course, is the celebration of the new moon, um, that's why the said, "Bring a karmachatas for me." like I want to atone. I diminish the moon, which itself, what does that mean exactly? The Ebers diminished. Then he had, he regretted it. If you regretted it, why don't you just uh, give the moon back its full uh, light? So what? What is what the, the whole Gemara is, uh, is needs explanation. So all this leads us into understanding a deeper sugya here. Which in Kabbalah and Eitz Chaim and Chsiddes talks about it. Just to give a few minor there's a powerful maimer macher chedush maimer, which from the Alter Rebbe the, the Tzimch Zedek uh, builds upon it. The whole maimer in Eretz Bereshis. So maimer the Rebbe would chazar very many times from, especially maimorim by macher chedush maimorim by emelei Yenison, The macher chedush maimorim, which means macher chedush when Shabbos is Eretz and then there is also, from Isaac Humler, a whole Sefer called Shnei Ma'eres where the whole theme of the book of the Sefer is about the and the and that's why it's called Shnei Ma'eres And of course, in the Chassidus itself, in many of my modern, this is discussed. I'm taking a lot from these my modern, but also from how the Rebbe explains it, because the Rebbe, many Sikhs and my modern discuss this whole topic. Now, to get into more detail, we know also that the Rabeim, the expression from the Sikhis of the Friedrich Rebbe, I think, the, I don't remember the exact lotion, but the Teichem was a Meligahat for nashan and They then get sit sometimes the expressions. They tremble. They were, they were concerned when it came to a leap year. And there was many times leap years, it was not always boding well for Amisro. Now, what's the reason for that? Why is it leap year? The answer is because of Mir Tayyerech. So we know the Gemara says, when it comes to a lunar eclipse, so we know it says a liquid uh, levana is a simen, not a positive simen for Eden, because Yisrael, Damim the levana and Meinen, the Levone, were compared to the moon, and we are we count by the moon, as I said. So when there's a liquid levana, which means uh, this, uh, the levana is eclipsed, it's, just, it's not a positive sign, because it just shows on a darkness, on a cover-up, a hesed ponim, so to speak, of the levana. And the is obviously even a bigger scale because the is a fundamental shift that happened that the Levonah became diminished. So a diminished moon is not a considered a positive thing. So the whole reason is because is because of Levonah. So that's one of the explanations why the Rebbe saw this, this, this doesn't mean that takes away our And it doesn't mean it's predestined that something bad, God forbid, is going to happen that year it's like it's like anything, a predisposition we call it. Just like there's certain dinim in the nine days you don't do, not because nine days says, God forbid something bad's gonna happen. But it's a time where we call it more of a helim When there's a helim you have to like lay low. You don't do weddings, you don't go to dintatas. You know, the different things that Allah tells us. Just like in month this month of ad, Mishanichnas Nikhnasad, there marbin So there's Av. there's memayatin. So the point being is that the Shanimul Beres was considered a time where they were more, uh, we call it more careful, if you wish. And indeed, did things happen? I mean, uh, I'm sure everybody has uh, is aware what happened. That we, we call the call today, October seventh, right? The beginning of Tov Shempei Dalit, uh Beres, Shminatzeres. Again, it's not; it doesn't mean it had to happen. It means that there that it reminds us the Miutalavana that the world is not yet in a perfect place. Let's put it that way. So how does Chassidus explain the union of Mir Talavonah, which will really help us understand what a is and why the Abishta made it in the first place this way, and the Milo also of a Because on one hand, yes, it reminds us of the diminishment of the moon, but in Teirah we all know there's no such thing as just negative. Every negative is meant to bring a deeper positive. I mentioned before, your Yom Emel sassan, and simcha. And that's another thing I think that the Rebbe emphasized, why he wanted to emphasize to show that even though it has a certain element of negative energy, but the Rebbe was mahapachid by explaining that Nashana muberes you have an extra other and it's not just another month, it's a month of simcha, and what's, of course, the month of other is a napachu, that's why it's simcha, it's again a hisapche from the darkness. So we'll talk all about that uh, shortly. So what does this explain? What is this whole miyot th- and uh, what, how does it play a role in the whole picture? And above all, as I said, always negel pale to us in our lives. My benaihu. So this is a powerful mimer that uh, I'm sure you've learned in Al-Keyn Yem... Um, no, imruach imruach HaMeshul. Or al HaMeshul. I think it's in tafre sadik Hay from the Fritika Rebbe. It's a mimer that's brought quite a few places. It's a bolok mimer where he talks about that, uh, especially in the Maimur Baselagani Tosh Lamaral, <clears> the <throat> Rebbe quotes from it a lot. He talks about how the Eberster created existence. And we all know it all began with the Tzimtzum arishin, That in order for existence to be, for an independent consciousness to emerge, so Lifni Ad in the Loshna of Eitz Chaim, is, um, is, uh, is, it was, it was Mamala Kolah Metziah, said, loy haye nisinnis mokim so it's like a, a brilliant teacher, who's so powerful and infinite in his wisdom, there's no room for anyone in his space. So the Ebers to create that Simtsum addition, the, the Lashen of the uh, Rizal, Simtsum Eire, and basically contracted or concealed the Air to allow for a Khol space. And the Moshe al Rebbe the Moshe of the, the Ravan Talmud, that the teacher has to quiet himself down so-called slow down or conceal most of his brilliant wisdom in order to be able to teach olive to a student. And if he didn't do that, the student would be overwhelmed and couldn't, uh, couldn't wouldn't find any space for himself. And then comes Amshoch of the Kav, which is a Kav dak, a Kav Chut, like I think of it like a laser beam, like a paintbrush that to uh, uses like an artist to create all of existence. And now we have Eid and in a world that can contain that aid, And Aravida is to retrace the steps and bring more and more aid into the Cholla Mokimponi, which is this world. I mean, obviously, I should mention the whole Sayyid as the Al explains, all the way to Elam Hazar Tachtan, Shein Tachtan, and Matim is not in Mokim, but in, in Gilead and Helam. So it's the ultimate Helam. And in this world, in Tachtanim, we should be Megala, Elokust, or Tater and that in turn brings more and more air from the Kav into our lives. Air is bikalim. And as the Kalim expand, the more air, and you can retrace the steps all the way back to the Kav and all the way to Lifniyat Simsum. talks about that we can access Lifniat Simpson, the In the beginning of Samakvov he talks about it. Ahim Bez is based on these you say this is based on this concept. Okay. So you have the Simpsum Addition, but the Simsum addition is only the first step. Then we know that the symptom, as he explains in this Maimir, the symptom continues, and as a result of the symptom came also the imbalance of what we call the world of tayyu of Shvira Sakelum. is only possible when there's two entities. Living that symptom, there can't be Shvirasa obviously, because, first of all, there's no Kehlim altogether, and it's just eight of Mamala Kolam, There's no room for any conflict or tension, so to speak. But that Tzimtzum, there's the tension between the Eira and the Keli, the Eiras and the Kelim, Eiras Merubim, Kelim, Oteim, and Kret Shvira Sakel. So there you have the second, so to speak, um, uh, I don't want to use the word dysfunctionality, but the second dissonance and, and, uh, and tension between two realities. The Tsimtsum is the first, because the Tsimtsum conceals Eira and Sof. So true, the Eira and from Eira and Sof's point of view, there's no Shinui at all. It's only inside the makablim, but the Meqablim can misunderstand the Simpsum, and the Shvilis HaKalim takes it to the next step. Then, in, the, in this process, says the Alta Rebbe, the next step would be Mirta Talavana. The Mirta Talavana, which happened in the fourth day of creation, is a result of the Shvilis which is a result of the Tsimtzum Adish. So, in other words, had the Eberstah never concealed himself in the first place, or concealed Eder himself, Sof, I should say, but never have had any situation like this. Mirtha Levona is essentially a similar idea like tzimtzum, a diminishment. So when the Levona came and complained, Lavona had a taina. Levona wasn't, wasn't an ego trip that the Levona says, I want to be the king, and not the shamash. The, the Levona was basically saying, you can't have two leaders. It's like you can't have two kings in the, over one, over one uh, empire. And so the Abishites said, okay, so you be mamaya yourself. So what's really the teich nadvarin? The Levana represents Malchus. The Shemesh represents Zoh. Mashbiya Makabal. Zoch is in the and Zohar. Now, Malchus, we know Lesla Megamoklum, and that's only a result because of the helm of the Tzimtzum. Again, Lifnah Tzimtzum, you don't say Lesla Megamoklum on anything because there's ain't stuff everywhere. We're Shaikh Lesla Megamoklum, which means it has nothing of its own, is only in a world where there is a where there are levels. So there's a level of Gili and there's a level of helam. So basically, briefly, in simple English, Malchus represents helam, and mashemish represents Gili. And both are necessary. So the Mitha Levone, even though we call it a type of uh, punishment, so to speak, but it's not really a punishment, because in Teta everything is siba Sibim, of cause and effect. It's a part of the process that the fact is that once you have a symptom, you're going to have to have a and Makabu, because the whole point of the symptom is that there should be a Makabu. And the makabul is not going to be on the same level as the mashpia, initially. So the levona represents the makabul, the Eda makabul, that receives from the shemesh, and the shemesh represents the Eda mashpia. So in essence, in essence, is it a negative thing or is it a positive thing? It's the same question you could ask about the tzimtzum. Is the tzimtzum a good thing or a bad thing? it's a good thing, because without it we wouldn't exist. It's a negative thing because without the helam wouldn't be all the golas and all the tzoros we have. So that's why Khsidis uses the expression, from that moment, from the physical Rebbe and other mamarim, that symptom is b'shvil hagili. The point is not that symptom is a b'shvil atzme. It's never meant to be a concealment. When a teacher conceals his seichel in order to teach a student, it's not a helem la'atzme, it's a concealment in order there should be a gili. Because if you, if you say everything, you try to teach children alevbeys, and you say everything, you know the the children will be overwhelmed. So you have to conceal in order to reveal so, that's the so it's really a positive thing but only when you know it's an Amtsai for another matada. that's why there's actually a, siddhis, a few places that says tzimtzum is that's what it says that's what it says what do you mean who created the tzimtzum isn't the abrister the one that created him didn't he want it of course he wanted the tzimtzum What means so who else is there besides god there it's not, you know, if you say an Aveira is Heipacharotzin, fine. But who created the symptom? It wasn't like uh, there was another force, God forbid. So the Gvar Siddh says, like the Rebbe Rashab explains in Taythus Shalom, Heypacharotzim means that the Ratsin should be Heipacharotz. They were still wanted things that I want. I want gili. But in order to have gili, I create helam. So the helem it's is heipacharotzim, because it's Bishwilha Gili. So Derek would say in Chazal, it says there are three things, or in Yerushalayim it says four things. The Ebers says, He regrets every day. What does that mean? So why did you create it? One of them is the Sahara. If you regretted it, why, why did you create it in the first place? The answer is he, cre- he created it and says I created something because I don't want it for itself. The Sahara is only meant to be like the Musul Hazena and Tanya. It's only meant to be to bring out the keiches of the Ben Amelach. It's not an end in itself. So I regret the very mitzias of it, la atzme, but I don't regret what it's meant to bring. So, the same idea with the mir talavana, when the abrister says, hey, Via lai kapoda, why isn't he then corrected? Because he's saying the very fact that I created a symptom, the very fact that I created a hellam, and then a mir is not something I want as an end in itself. That is something that needs a kapoda. I want the gili that will come from it, that that will in turn evoke and provoke. The veda that will be mamala the chisodan of uh, Talavana. So that is how briefly Aksidis explains the whole concept. Now, one more thing Mi'atalavona, the next step in the process is Chet Eitzadas. So it's really like, if you think of it like Eishtaushlis, it's like Simtsum, Shvetasakalim, talavona Chet sadas The Chet sadas could never have happened if you didn't have the first three steps, because how could all the machava? who created B'Tselem Malakim, yitzir how could they ever transgress? Only because there's a hell. There was no hell and they couldn't. If they were living at Tzimtzum, I mean, if, if it was possible, hypothetically, there's no room for a So in other words, the whole concept that the Gemara says, the Ebishtah says to Moshe, by Nasa Odom, those that want to make a mistake shall make a mistake. Also a strange Gemara. Moshe's learning Taylor with the E-bishter, they come to the of like, Nasa Adam, Btzameinu Kidmusenu. Let us Nasa is Lashon Nasa, let us create a human being in our image. So Moshe right away, of course, he jumped and said, "What does that mean? Who's us? the is a shit affair. Only Hashem Achad. People misunderstand. What do you mean by us? So this is the Meforshim, the Malachim, neighbors was Minimlach, but the Malachim or the Neshamis, whatever it may be. But why, why, why create a uh, Room for a mistake. So the Ebershta answers, the Gemara says, Those that make a mistake will make a mistake. So the obvious question is, why does the Abishta have to plant into the Torah a word that people can misunderstand as if there's like a shitru from nasa? So the answer again is the same answer. The, the, the Ebershta is saying, I'm leaving room for p'chira. I create a world where it's possible for there to be atheism, agnosticism, because I concealed my presence there was a famous uh, jewish actually his name was christopher hitchens a jewish he was a famous uh, self-proclaimed atheist he called radical atheist he passed away a few years ago and later they found out his mother's jewish you know only good jews can be good atheists like that so uh, they so they uh, they asked him before he had to, unfortunately he got yen <coughs> and and he died like young before he passed away they asked him what happens you know he was so anti-god um, he wrote a book, God Is Not Great. That was his big classic book. I'm not encouraging you to read it, I'm just telling you the fact. So um, so they asked him, what happens if once you pass away, you find out there is a God, what are you gonna say? He says, I'm gonna ask God, why did he conceal himself so well? That's what he said. Why did he conceal himself so well? And it's interesting coming from someone who calls himself a uh, kaifer, but that's the truth. It would not be Shaykh the concept that someone can deny God's existence and say or uh, or whatever. How's that possible? If and Asar how is it possible that someone could right now be kefir? and the fact is we don't need to be uh, atheists. All of us, like he says in Tanya. The mere fact that you can believe completely in the Abraham, and the same second later you can do an Aveda. How is it possible? That's why we say, Why Ruach Stus? I remember someone asked me, What's a Ruach Stus? I happen to have a good Yitzhahara, and, and it's not a Ruach It's not so uh, crazy. Because the mere fact that a person can defy God, even if you believe and completely believe, it means there's a blindness, a moment of blindness. You're not seeing, you're not feeling. That's why it's possible that you could be mamish Maimon. We're not talking about a, hip, a hypocrite or a liar. Mamisha Maimon. But put Ganva Apomachtar to Rachmon because Amun is Makif. So even as a Gan, if he davens to Hashem to succeed in Lay Signev, in being on Le Signev. So all this is what the to plant into the world. And many of the Sikhs of the Rebbe, when the Rebbe cries to Hashem, he should end Golis and Bif al Zashir and Ad Mosai. You know, all the very powerful Sikhas. Essentially, if you read, if you hear the Teichen of the Sikh, that's what the Rebbe is saying to the Ebrister. You know, viful Zashir. I understand you made a Tzimtzum and you made a Helam, and it's all in order to bring you read the Tzerechalia and Helam Bashilah Gilui and Allah Gutta But at some point, it's Hepech it's not what you want. You don't want the Helam. Famous Sikh HaShain Rabban Hosheh Memdalit, what the Rebbe is saying. He said, Hepech An Sechel Gansenai, Ezel Golas. And then the Rebbe, among tears, amidst tears, he says, the only way you can explain it is maybe the and if there'd be one speck of gili, some explanation in Gaulus, we wouldn't cry with an because we'd have an explanation. So in the hellam itself creates a situation where you cry out. The point being is that the helem is necessary, but it's not the kavonah. So kavonah is the gili, but the helem is a step toward it. And that's how we understand Me'er in context of Tzimsamarishin. Same thing, Shvetash HaKalim. You know, the the Klotz What is it? Abishtha created a world of Tayu, and he didn't know that the Ayris that the are too strong for the Kalim that is going to shatter. Want me to create a balanced? Mela, we are human beings. We don't know. So you build something, and, you, and then you realize you didn't build it the proper way, so it breaks. But Abishtha knows exactly what he's doing. The answer is the same answer again. He, made it that way. Because there is a tension between Gilead and Helam, there's a tension between Eid and Kayli, there's a tension between the Kavona Sabriya and the Bria itself, and it's our job is to relieve that tension by re- realigning the two. So in that context, Mia which is, of course, the whole Yesod of why there is a Shana which we'll get to now, is really, essentially captures the essence of what the whole Kavona Sabriya is. Part of it is the Shabia Helam, and where's the Helem in Malchus, which is Levona? And Levona goes through its uh, cycles. So it waxes and wanes. We know, you know there's a new moon. Then the new moon becomes a quarter, first quarter. Then comes a full moon, the third quarter. And then it starts and it's diminishing until it almost disappears. But then it's reborn again. And that's the key. The Halem Alavana is to bring the Hema Siddh the chidush Alavana. That's what the, the first mitzvah. Abishta says to Mesha, "Chidush Zalachem. chidush Azalachem. chidush from the word chidush." And that's the month that would be the Geula. Why not in another month? This is a month where, why why Dafkin in a month? Because that's what the Levana is the goal of the Levana is not Helem, it's Gili. I didn't wear Mitznaim for 210 years. And suffering, that's all b'shvil the gili, a greater gili. ken the chuzgadol. The that comes after the whole helam and yeridah. So achidush Azalachem, That's the word, the chidush and that's takah uh, why laosed love. This uh was explaining a number of my mordim and I am based in Gimel, the chelik shnei nemar and in sefer shnei ma'asek from Rabbi Isaac I mentioned talks about that's why laosed love. We say what will be laosed love. The, the moon will go back to its original size. It'll be Sne Er Sagdalam again. As a matter of fact, in Eitz Chaim, he talks about seven levels of how you mamala the of the Mia Talavana. And Naveda Sashem, throughout history, there were different times. The Man Shleimer, for example, was Kaima seder Bashla throughout and other Tkufus. So it's essentially I'm not going to go through all the seven levels, but essentially it's three, seven levels in how you miyachid, Zah and Malchus. So Malchus is Lavana, is the Shemesh. Shemesh and Levone are, are now Moira God, Moira Katen. But the moon doesn't remain always the same size. There's, as I said, the new moon, there's the full moon. And also in history, different times in history reflected when by the Eden was a more giluim so it was like a higher level of Malchus. So basically, briefly, it's to the point that it becomes equal to Zoh, that's when the sun and the moon will be equal, but then it says, that levona Ere levona with be. it says, Hayye Ere levona Ke Eira HaShemesh. But the Exodus brings that the levona will be even stronger than the Ere HaShemesh, because the Mechabal will be mashpia to the mashpia. Famous cloud of Eshes Chayla, Teres Baila, the cave to the Seve of Gover, that Malchus will be mashpia into the Shemesh, which of course is a tremendous Kiddush, but it makes total sense, because that's the whole purpose of what the Tzimtzum was about. The Ebershop created a Bet-Tachtayim, that Tachtayim are going to be mildly even the al Today taktanim is lower than Atzilus, But when all the Gilui of all our Aveda today will be revealed, what will happen? It will be that the guf itself will be what it says, the Neshama Nizunas then The Neshama will be fed and nourished by the, by the body. That Tachtayim, the Atzimusha Baruch, will be higher and elevate all the el so now this levona that went through all this mute and all the challenges actually becomes ultimately yeshanivra yeshamiti, the rabbi's words brought from Chesidus, that yesha Nivra becomes even higher than the highest levels of oir. So the levona will capture that because ultimately the Kavana of the, the levona like the kavona of the yesh, was not to be helem, it was to be megala, the Etsam of elikus not just the giluim of elikus. So in that sense, if you think of it that way, so Mia Talavana, on one hand, yes, ostensibly on the surface, it's a negative thing. But if you think of it the big picture, it actually brings something far greater than if there was no Mia But that's but that's the kavanah. That's like saying, we say, Yofasha, but Golis <laughs> achieves something more than Ga'ullah. That doesn't mean we don't want the ghoul, because the ghoul is the gili of what the deeper, the deeper kavan of Golos is. So with that, let's go back to Shonu Muberis now. But based on that, then Shonu Muberis, on one hand, the rabbi mutake concerned in Shonu Muberis. But on the other hand, because they were concerned inside the hellam Hadavar, the, the miut. By on the other hand, we have a ticket for it. And that's why the Ebeshtim made it this way the tikkun is you add, a, you add a month you add a month of other if it would have always been a discrepancy it's one thing but we have a we have a, a, a solution and the solution is that you add a month and it's not just who, who adds the month it's not it's not it's not it's that's part of what do. just like we talk about Kiddush HaKiddush Chazal do it and they, they learn from the Psukim from Chedash aviv and so on, that we add a month. And what month? A month of adr. Now, technically, the reason it's Odr is because it's the last month of Chod Shei HaShonah. is already Chedash So when would you do the Mubar? It's the last month. But that's just a, te- that's a technicality. The main reason is, as the Reb explains, why it's Adar because Marbin B'Simcha. Because Adar itself is also the same theme. Odr would not have been a chedesh of Simcha if there was no Gzeda, the is Homan, which was designated in the month of Odr, because he thought it was a bad month for the Eden because of the Pteris of Meshe And it ends up being the opposite. So the chedesh hashenepach for napachu that it becomes like Yehuda Mesa, Edeb and Simcha so sassum yikor, so Yisnein so Odr captures this very theme. So, what month is the best month to use when you want to make a tikkun for a helam? A month that where that exactly the whole theme of the month is that. So they add a month of other, and a mother, So therefore, Marben Besimcha is now not thirty days but sixty days. It's this year. and uh, why? Because the simcha that comes from a helam is always deeper. So on one hand, as I said, there is the challenges of this uh, year, but on the other hand is the Magdim Raful and the Tikkun. That's Mamalad the as the Rebbe writes. Maybe tell the guy to go downstairs. Does he have that? So the bottom line is that the Rebbe writes in a letter. I mean, every year I almost believe whenever there was a Shannon Beris, one of the letters, the Chetogim for Rosh Hashanah included that theme. And some letters were focused completely on that theme. So the Rebbe writes in a few places, which I don't know if anyone said it before the Rebbe, that you see that uh, the Shonamu Beres is, like I mentioned before, is not just you mamala the 11 and some hours, 11 and a half days, for example, of the missing deficit. You add much more than that, which is interesting, because if you're coming mamalach sudden like a deficit, so you fill the deficit, and then you have an equal between sun and mu'. But Chazal say, no, you don't m- split a month into halves. So therefore, you fill, in the- but, but what's the lesson from that? That when you mamalach son, you always have to add a lot more than just filling. It's not just enough that, uh, that, uh, that, that from Yerida, you go back to Aliyah. It has to be Yirida to a higher Aliyah. Like the Gemara says about profit. A businessman is not someone who invests $10 and, b- and brings back $10. If you invest $10, you have to bring back $100 or whatever the number is. So especially when there's a helem, it won't be justified if you just fin- t- take care of the helem. So you have to have an extra amount. So you have almost triple of what's missing. A month of 30 days is almost triple the 11-day deficit. In Aveda, this means that whenever there's a helem, whenever there's a chasad, you have to not just do the Aveda equal to what you would have done when there was no chasad, but you have to do triple amount. So all this leads to, as I said, the of Avedis HaShem, a month like this. And This is like the, the bottom line, the punchline that the Rebbe brings in all the Sikhs and the letters that he talks about the Shana That yes, on one hand, it comes, it began from a Tel from a diminishment, which was the thing that caused us to have to, in the first place, create a Shana Muberis. But once we do, it shows the power that we have is not just Mamal-Khsad, not just to fill but also at the chaiev la In other words, it has to be more than just the the what's sufficient, but actually ashiris to go far beyond even more than regular. And that's talking about what we see. You see the maimar A Basalogani with the that the Dafka of Mochameh, when is Mizgalah the Bizbuz are the splurging of the greatest treasures, the ones that are completely concealed, the the highest levels of, uh, of elikus is dafken ahelam, and you see it also adam when a person is in a state of distress mina that whenever there's a situation of challenge, the challenge if you allow it to if you if you if you do what you have to do the challenge will always bring out deeper keiches. And those are the deeper keiches that Hashanah Muberis provides. So when you think of it this way, it's not just another nice vort, it's almost like a Yasod in, in Yiddishkeit. It's a Yasod in Teter Mitzvah, and that's what the Rebbe did. Took Hashanah Muberis, which as I said before, is a halachic concept, a technical one, and it's relevant to to different Hakkos Kiddush HaKedish, and different to the laws of Purim, and laws of Pesach, and all the things that Hashanah Morberes affects. But the bottom line, the biggest point is that it has that element of, um, of teaching us what the Holy Sodhava of and all the concept of hell and hell and gili yitzimtzim b'shvila gili. And one final point. which is another very interesting point that Rebbe makes and that is about shemesh and Levon itself. A Kabul. So there's a, uh, just to use a Baal Batesha example. You know, in life, there are two types of people. There are people who are very consistent. You can rely on them, absolutely. A time is a time, a schedule is a schedule, a deadline is a deadline. And then there are people that are very, uh, let's put it this way, not so reliable. However, they have a different mile. Their mile is they're spontaneous. They're exciting. And, they're, and that's why they're not scheduled, they're usually not that organized. So let's say in, uh, in Shidukhin, so people say, you know, which is better? To have the reliable one, but it could be a little boring because everything's predictable, you know, like a clerk. They're always there on time. Or to have the person that's more exciting, but you know what, you can't always rely on that person. You no, know? I, I don't know if you, if you look at personalities, you'll see there's both types. There people are always on time and actually early for appointments, and there are always people that are always late. I'm not justifying being late, but my point is, it's usually, Hazosamayla, which means a person is not so locked in like a yekka, so to speak. Everything is so controlled and something so structured. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands which category you're in, but everybody knows who they're like. Um, sometimes you have in a marriage, actually a couple that are very different, and they usually get on each other's nerves when they have these two different personalities. So, that Eben never spoke about it quite in the language I just said, but he spoke about it in a little more different language, which is, now what's born negay in life, to have you say this chazokis, you know, strong foundations that are unwavering, or to have growth and movement? Because l'chayla, they don't always come together. This is where you see a lot of Sikhism, where the Rebbe speaks about netzavim vayelach when they come together. Nitzavim nitzav melach, strong, standing in one place, unwavering, unshakable. Vayelach means halicha. The Rebbe speaks about similar. Bahar is like a mountain, movement. And the answer is, you need both. Look at a tree. A tree on one hand needs very firm roots that are deeply rooted in the ground that keep the tree strong. There's a, there's a trunk, tree trunk, that does not shake and does not move. Precisely because you have that solid base, that's why it can then branch out and you see a tree grows and it spreads, and the branches, and if it leaves, and if it's a fruit tree, it grows fruit. If you only had a solid trunk and no growth, it's also not. So you need to have both, like the Lush and Chazal is like, halicha selim lei, al tikra halicha selah halachas. So on one hand, halacha seems very rigid. Halacha is lei poches this is halacha, you can't change, lei zozmim came. But halacha is also from the word halicha. Where you do a mitzvah, you have to always be, So you don't change the technical part of the mitzvah, but with kavana, with new passion, with new chayas, with new uh, vitality, and so on. So wh- what's relevant to our discussion? The Shemesh and the Lovonah is The Shemesh is consistent. You know exactly how, yeah, even though the Shemesh, the sun also has sun flares, and the sun also goes through small changes, but it's not that obvious. The moon is all about change. Every day is a different day, the cycle of the moon. So the Shana Mubadis teaches us that we have to reconcile the two. And you have to make a connection, a chibur ayichud between the two of them. That it's not just one or the other. That we have to have both the consistency of sun, of Shemesh, and the shinuyim of Lavana, Just like a tree that has both sides. So on one hand, strong usadis and foundations. And while also having the spontaneity and the growth that comes from uh, Milan Bikadish, and shinui and changes, and both together. That's the yisod of all of Avedis Hashem. So that's somewhat of a summary. I try to do justice. I hope I did justice to the nikkud of shanuim beres apib hashkafus teiras And again, the idea of Hashem is both the concept of the last thing I just said, the yichud of ashpim mekabel the yichud of of uh, shinui and tmidus, like tmidin kesidin and mesofim kol chosam. While also the idea of Helam Bashrilah Gili, especially in our times, where we need those lessons in this shana Mubarak, of real, realizing that even when it's a Helam, it's really ultimately meant to be a springboard to far greater grace Giluim, and we should already be Zeche, Mismagul, Legu'ula, as we say about the second Cheder Shader, mitis Vashleim. Okay, call okay. two and be well.